So we're starting now. So, we're so, starting so, now. so it's the 14th of December. Have we started? Well, Sorry, I spat there. She spit, spit, spit. She's got low Did blood you see pressure. There's a, I've got very low blood. I'm 99 or 98 99. over uh, 61 or something. No idea what it is. I'm more or less, I'm almost not here. That's so. your age, 98. Okay. okay, for 14th December, Gratitude Club podcast, me, John Fleming, her Kate Copstick, him over there, you can't see him. Who is he? He's Noel Faulkner. Hey! He's got a hat on, like some sort of yeah. drum, drummer for Chaz and Dave. Pure, we don't really want you here, uh, Noel, but we need credibility. I understand. And Annie was uh, available, so we no, have to. It's my calm. That's, it's, that's, that's Me what and it Mother is. Teresa. Also, we wanted somebody to warm it up a bit. You know, given that we're heading towards Crimble, we needed somebody who, who, who almost personifies well, the spirit is, of goodwill. My name is Noel, and, and, and I just sing carols all day long. I know. And then in May, I change my name to Butterfly. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. No, well, like, is... like a Noel Gordon style yeah. Now, most importantly, what do you think of my idea? of people crowdfunding you to buy the Wibbly Wobbly oh, and on. starting the Wibbly Wobbly Comedy Cafe. Oh, look, we, we, haven't, we haven't established he owns the Comedy Cafe. Oh, for goodness we, sake, everybody knows that, John. The, the bloke in Guatemala doesn't. The bloke in Guatemala knows everything. If that he's guy been in Guatemala just comes in and nicks the ashtrays. Low blood pressure. Can you him. believe low blood pressure? No, no, right. no. Low right. the Wibbly, yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking. Because, well, it's what? a lovely idea. Right. I'm sensing a butt, no? Oh, yes. Now, you know I'm a sailor by trade. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, in fact, no, I did, because right. I saw your one-man yeah. show. Right, so I'm a trawler skipper. Right. <coughs> and boats, right? Yep. Are a nightmare. And the wibbly-wobbly is about to sink anyway. When right. was the last time it had a bottom job? Nobody <gasps> knows. When was the last time any of us had a bottom job? Thank you. So it's wonderful to have somebody to set up the yeah. gags, isn't it, John? Yeah, only wise. I wonder what sort of legs he has. <laughs> so, um, so when you take that boat out and you do a, 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 an osmosis, I think it's called, on the hull, you know, it's like yeah. what they put on the woman's belly when they're looking at the babies. You go over the hull with that. Yeah. Scraping bottoms. You're going to find that you can put a pin through that hull. Mm. So, of course, you could, you could redo the hull. You know, but where do you stop? The boat's a complete piece of... It's just a floating caravan. But really? for, a, for a venue, it would be fine. You could put new plumbing in. But how are you going to get people to go all the way down there to a bloody show? It was only yeah. the crazy crowd that went. There's I no, always used to feel that, that Shoreditch was quite far out, to be fair. Yes, and it was. Um, but, but what happened? I mean, surely it's like... It's, it's like Shoreditch. upping... Upping at the rent and chucking out the Tower of London or something. You're an institution. Yeah, but, but money people, landlords don't give a feck about money. I got gazumped by a neighbourhood pub group. That oh, owned, name the name. That own ten pubs. They, they, well, cargo, the people who own cargo, I can't remember what they're called. But uh, they just run all these shitty pubs. And they don't get busy till people are drunk. But don't they realise that the reason... At least 50% no, no, of the reason see, that the Comedy Cafe pub is, yeah, yeah, is busy on, is because of the comedy. Yes, but you're being logic and we're dealing with forces way outside us and it gets to a point where legality steps in and I can't say anything. Oh, it gets, could I say it? Uh, <laughs> down the road you can't. What a, and is it, so it, it's, a, it's a done deal? There's no... Yeah, no, no. Well, I don't want to be with this owner. Right, okay. Right. He offered me 20 grand a year to leave the comedy in there and to run it for him. Oh, great. He'd take the door and pay oh. the comics and, and uh -huh. the bar. Uh -huh. And I get 20 grand a year. 
It's like, you're going to give me 20 grand? I think I could make that hustling the big issue. Yeah. I know the, the beggars in shortage make 60 quid a night because we used to change their money for them. Do they? And that was just the 50s and the, and the pound coins. Oh, my God. And we'd get 60 quid off them on average. Uh, minus the commission. We took 95% commission. Of course you did. But they're homeless. They don't need money. It's only fair. But, they've got yeah. no overheads, no. They've got no overheads. Oh, no, no roots. That's, you know... Uh, so anyway, it's not about money. I want to keep the business going now for um, my nephew, Greg Faulkner, who's a great impressionist, and Jimmy James Jones, who I've been mentoring for the last four years, and he's really good, and he's out gigging on the circuit, and a load of other up-and-coming young acts, particularly young black acts, mm -hmm. who find it terribly... They're most of the promoters in Britain, the comedy promoters, shame on you. You will not put two black acts on in one night. Shame on you. And you're racist and you're prejudiced. You're little, little Britain feckin' brain. You're just prejudiced to shit and you won't book two black acts. What's her name? And I'll call her out on it. Hilary Yeager. Uh -huh. There was two black comics at her club one night. One of them said, can I go on after my mate because we're going home on the train together. Yep. He said, oh, no, no, totally confused the audience. What? Hilary Yeager said that, and I have proof and evidence. Confused the audience? Yeah. And this is, and you know, oh, oh so PC these people are. What, like, oh, where are we? Oh, yeah. we're in Nigeria. No, I don't think they're that easily confused. Yeah, and you send her a copy of this tape, I bet she won't respond either. Okay, yeah, let's change the subject. Well, why, why change the subject? Why change the subject? I'm the one to get sued. But, so I'm going to get sued. It's a fact. I think the comic will stand up and say it's true. He tells it on stage. He doesn't use her name. But I'm calling but, and, her and out. Because women, female comics are always whining on about... Uh, promoters will never put two females on on a bill. I, is that, I don't think that's true. I've seen a lot. No, that's probably true probably because true. most female comics are not as strong. If yep. you had two really strong ones, <laughs> yeah. right, great. I'd have, there's a lot I'd have no problem putting on uh, uh, Joe Caulfield and what's the lady who lives in Brighton? Uh, Lynn Roos? No, the, the good comic down there. What's her name? Oh, come on. She lives in Brighton. Lives in Brighton. Uh, uh, Anyway, her, her, the unforgettable thing. What um, does she look like? Is she old? Is she new? Gay. Oh, she's gay. Um, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's Brighton, uh, Brighton uh, Gay. Zoe Lyons. That's Zoe Lyons. Right. Brighton Gay's a lot of You choice. put Zoe Lyons, her, Joe Caulfield, Joe Brand, all the Joes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you put them on stage, audience won't be a thing. Yeah. A lot of female comics are a little softer. Uh -huh. you know? I would agree with that. Now, the other thing is, all the grief I get is some young and up-and-coming female comics who have a sense of entitlement and are really bitchy. And you, once you screw with me, you can just feck off into the sunset. And here's the thing. If I'm booking you because you're a woman, oh. that is extremely sexist. Of course it is. I book because of your material. Okay. So when I have four black guys on the bill, that's counting the MC and three acts, I'm going, well, he does dick jokes, he's political, yep. and he's more family. Yep. And I've got a nice sandwich for yeah. the night there. You know, I don't go, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Don't, don't you think, we touched on it uh, like last podcast, I think, I think a lot of young girl comics and they, they, so up-and-coming comics, they've all got a massive sense of entitlement. They don't yes. desperately want to do the work. They're like, they're, and they're desperate for someone to blame. Oh, it's because of the promoters. Uh, I've got a rubbish agent. Oh, I don't have an agent, and I can't get an agent because all agents are rubbish. There's always somebody that their 
their failure to become the next Michael McIntyre yeah. is to be blamed upon. I remember coming off stage one night after dying on my ass, and somebody said to me, oh, they're a terrible crowd. And I said, Robin Williams wouldn't have said so. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. That was it. No, I no, was shit. We were, say, we, we were saying that last night. I mean, there is no such thing as a terrible crowd when Michael McIntyre's on stage. No. no, and there's a couple of other comics like that. You go, apart from anything else, as I keep saying, you know, almost, the crowd can't be terrible. It's like, you... I mean, you can get a sleepy crowd and yeah. a dead crowd. But when you are the prostitute, you can't complain because the John is a bad yeah. fuck. Because yeah. it's just, it's business. And he's paying, yeah. so it's not up to him to be like, good. Friday it's up night to you. Friday night audience are always harder to stir than think. Because mm. they, they've had a hard... You must remember, these people who work in these jobs have horrible lives. Yeah. They're bullied, they're intimidated, they're not sure if they're getting promotion or getting fired. And it's a real, you know, it's hard. So when they come in on Friday night, all that garbage going through their head and they're yep. going, oh, I gotta go tomorrow, do this, do that. On Saturday, they're in with their girlfriends, they're yep. happier, they're gonna get laid, and Sunday's a day in bed. So there is temperament in the audience. So, yep. so, so Friday nights are actually more difficult than Saturday nights? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, but I mean, that is, you know, the people who, generally speaking, come to comedy clubs are people with real jobs, and real jobs are horrible. Yes. And apart from anything else, they're looking at you going, you can lay in bed all day, you know, you're basically you're doing the same material you were doing the last time I saw you, you're, you know... Actually, people are shocked when they realise people are doing the same material because they think it's all made up. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I went up, I went to, up the creek with a fairly savvy person. Yeah. And, and we saw Phil Nichols, who's a brilliant comic. Yeah. And she was shocked when we went the following night and he did the same material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Phil Nichols, especially. goes... Well, 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 Phil yeah. Nichols is one of the most talented performers yeah. in England. Yeah. A musician, he, an actor, yeah, a writer, yeah, yeah. a poet, yeah. songwriter. But it, it was like... Uh, but also, also because he talks so fast and so quickly. Yeah. But no, you, you can't imagine it's a script, yeah. really. I mean... Uh, like Luca Cupani, who two years ago, yeah. two years ago at the Edinburgh Fringe, he came in cold. He'd been in London, I think, about a month or something. Uh, got, had no, he heard everybody talking about the Edinburgh Fringe. He had 10 minutes. So he asked the Laughing Horse for a month of 10 minute, you know, like a 10 minute slot for a month. And he went, no, 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 it's got to be an hour. And he went, well, all right then, I'll take an hour. <laughs> having, having, you know, been here for about a month, went up, uh, his hour started at half past midnight at the Three Sisters, so it was like a, like a bedlam, and he didn't know that you could do the same show every night. <laughs> so he was getting up and doing more or less new material every night. Jesus. It was, and uh, when he found out, you know, you just... You kind of do the same, you hone it, you tweak it, whatever, but it's the same material. It was, it was a revelation to him. Uh, you know, he didn't realise, he didn't realise what a walk in the park stand-up comedy basically is. Yeah, once you got, you know, when you have those first three bullet jokes, that gets you going. Yep. You, can, you can drift along halfway through the set before they realise you're not funny. Mm. And if you can pull out some more stuff and finish with the finale... Yep, you know. they, don't, they forget the middle. Well, yeah. This day and age, you get you pop up a couple of times on TV and then you become oh, well. star of Mock the Week, uh, you know, well, star of... Well, let's not go of. there. Let's not go let's there. Let's go there. Let's go there. My well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't support the British Bullshit Corporation propaganda mm. machine. I will never pay a licence fee. They can put me in jail. They, you know... They, well, it's just bloody Irish, I don't know. Come over here. Well, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> Take your jobs and don't pay your taxes. Doug, you're so what more could you ask? You want? 
But the comedians are very funny. And apparently potatoes are poisonous, you were saying. Only for people with my blood type, John. Ah, there we go. But enough of that. Um, So why why did you stop being a comic? You were a comic originally, right? Eat right to your type. That's Mm. the book I'm going to get you. Sorry. You were originally a stand-up yourself, but you stopped. Yeah, I'm still a stand-up. I did. I went on the other night. It was actually good fun. When you've nothing to lose, you're a very strong stand-up. And when you, it's your venue, you can tell the audience to feck off and mm. do whatever you want. It's, 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 it's great power. Now, things are in the air, and we will get another venue. Oh, good. And For sure. Comics, yes. And comics are um, coming out of the woodwork to stir it up for me. That's and because what I've asked... Now, a comic called me today... And say, well, you know, we need you a fundraiser and get your money and things, mm. you know. And I said, no, I, in spite of the fact people probably think I'm loaded, I don't have any fecking money, right? Because after the recession, we lost everything. Mm. But um, there is no way on earth, with the poverty that's going on around and stepping over homeless people in the street, will I have a bunch of well meaning comics do a benefit and give me 10, 20, 30 grand to move forward. And that uh, that would be scandalous. Mm-hmm. I well, understand. I couldn't do it. I, mean, I have a house that's worth a lot of money in my world, and there's no way. There's no way I could. That that would be sinful. And it also encourages other little upstarts. Oh, my little shitty gig above the club. I need a crowdfunding, and they yeah. feck off of the. Oh, money. everybody's crowdfunding everything. Yeah, yeah. You know all this. So there's a lot of shenanigans, and that ain't going to happen. But you definitely got a new club. I'm in negotiation and talking, fingers crossed, uh, and it's a very good deal. There's no rent. Wonderful. And, um, and this is an existing building. Well, I'll tell you off mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, <gasps> wow. We, we, we won't be able to tell you, dear listener, but um, uh, this, is, this is wonderful news, because one of the things I was wondering was so many big names got their... You know, well, they're, well, look, they're comedy their nuts. You know, they're, it's not just it's not that, that that they needed my club, but they needed the rent money. Mm. And I was no, but I'm, I'm thinking ups. about there's so many uh, big comics drop their comedy nuts in the comedy cafe. They should be going. Well, we can't allow this to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, now um, two comics have stepped in very well. Ola, the comedian. Ah, yes, uh, yes. A young uh, Englishman. Uh, a, um, a black kid. Yeah, Ola's quite new, isn't and he? And then we have uh, Imran Yusuf. Oh, yes. Who, he came to my club when he was starting, and we threw him on at Christmas. And this is when he did his... He's now more political and yep. sort of thinking. But then he was a gag merchant. Yep. And he did the dragon thing where he turns into a dragon. And it, this crowd were horrible. And he just blew them away. Oh, fantastic. And honestly, the hair of the back of my head stand up. And when he came off stage, I said, come here, I want to talk to you. And I took him into the cellar, and I said... Steady. Steady, yeah. And I just said, I said, the last person I got this feeling from was Lee Evans. You know? And I was right. He's gone on to do great things. Absolutely. I mean, because the year he won... When he won... Was it Best Newcomer he won? Yeah. Uh, I went... I was along... I went along to review him, uh, and I was like, oh, I mean, I know this guy. You know, he does gags. And, blah. and that was all of a sudden... It was nothing about that. Yeah. It was a real... It was like, whoa! Yeah. You know, this guy has serious range. And he's got incredible... And he's, he's Muslim descent, so he's got an incredible mm. angle on all mm. that. And it's really for everybody. And uh, um, so he's uh, put me in touch now with the Night Czar for uh, 
London. Oh, what um, thingy? Uh, yeah. Amy LeMay. Amy LeMay, yeah. Amy's been to the club. Yep. So this is the Knights Hour of the Council. Yeah. yeah. Of, of the of London Mayor's office. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Not Council, so, John. Bigger than that. Bigger than that. So We're talking. She's, anyway, she's trying to uh, see what what can be done there Fantastic. and help us with PR. Now, the good thing about this is that the guy who kicked us out of our venue, we've gotten about a quarter of a million quid's worth of uh, PR out of it. Cool. So, uh, to quote the great Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Yeah. That's and also you were saying there's loads of equipment that they won't be taking over, you'll be removing it. Oh, we're, the... we are stripping the building out, we're taking the toilets out. I'm... What? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> not the toilet bowls, I'm knocking Excellent. the walls down. When they go to turn into the toilet, they'll be looking through the warehouse... That's what it was when I got there. That's fantastic. So you're returning I'm it taking to... the electricals out. They'll have three light bulbs in each room. So you're right? returning it to what it was before you did it. And half it. the wood floor is coming up and there's a dirt floor underneath. And that's what was there. That's what I'm obliged to do on my lease. Return but, it to them in the state in yes, which you got it. It cost me money to do yeah. it, and I'm going to do it. Oh, but I'm absolutely. But presumably, lots of the electrical stuff is it will be useful in the new club, isn't it? No, no, we don't need anything. The new no. club is all set up. It's already a venue. It's all set up. And so, if you're looking for some uh, electrical, if you've got some wiring, some toilets, uh, wood flooring, yes. contact no. If you maple floor, you can have it for free. If you get hold of me, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Um, and if you need a bar, we've got two fabulous bars. One, if anybody is a carpenter and you want lovely oak planks, I've got solid oak. Oh, you're, wow. you're removing those lovely enough. bars upstairs and downstairs. We're taking everything. Wow. Fantastic. Well, they are long bars. When this guy comes in, well, the yeah. bar is about uh, 25 foot long, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a long bar. So if anybody wants a bar top, a countertop, or just good oak wood to store in your garage and dream about building yourself a yacht, please come. It's yours for nothing. If you own a bar and you want to buy it off me, give me a few bob, but we're not going to fight for money. That's bloody wonderful. So we're hoping any of that these things work out. When, when might this happen? I know it's not so. Oh, uh, we'd be up and running um, first week in Feb. Wow. That is how to do it. ready to go there. Really nice person I'm talking to. Um, I just can't say anything yet because, you know... It's not a done deal. Well, you know... Jeff Whiting might sneak in there and take it off me. Absolutely. And what we heard last night, uh, was it, uh, did we hear the Grouchy Club or when? That, um, I said to you. The, uh, what's night, what's night? The lease on the comedy store. The lease on the comedy store is also up for renewal and their, their landlords want a massive price hike. So you could be... Jeez, he just went through that a few years Could now. be fisticuffs with Don. <laughs> well, Don's going to stay in the West End, but ooh, yeah. Well, this is the trouble. We're getting priced out now because yep. they, look, we have to make a living, mm -hmm. and then after a while, I haven't made. I, I can't tell you what I've been taking home for the last five years, and nobody will believe it. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, but really, really, like you go, no, yeah, and it's like yes. Well, good so, or bad? Shit, shit. Shit money. Really crap money. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mind that. You know, I'm, I'm getting... I, I, I'm actually starting to get old now. And I'm no. as fit as shit. No. I'm as fit as crap. Uh, and I'm going sailing in the med. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to, all the open spots are going to crowdfund me and buy me a yacht. And Good. for a nice yacht, it's only 200 grand. I mean, she couldn't do anything else with that kind no. of money. No, no. But I could get a yacht. You could be the new L. Ron Hubbard. That's I, why don't you get them to build your yacht 
out of all that fabulous maple and oak yeah, that you're going to have lying around. Two, two bars, 50 foot. What happens is they build it out of all the shit jokes they make. Yeah. That would be more than a yacht. That would solid. be like the Titanic. Yeah, it would be. It'd and be. it would sink. But I could call it open spot. HMS open spot. Oaken spot. Oaken spot. See what I did there? Yeah. It's wordplay. Oh, it's just so clever. I'm embarrassed to be here. I'm afraid Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, uh, don't look at me. Um, uh, uh, no, I'm uh, very excited. Uh, I thought we were going to be sitting here bemoaning the the death of the comedy cafe, and we're not. We're sitting here celebrating well, the you rebirth. Presume, you presume you're in the name rising phoenix-like yeah. from the thing, ashes of the. If there's one thing whatever. I think people know about me, I'm a bit of a fighter. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. Uh, I'm not taking anything lying down. Uh, well, that's, and not, that's not what I've heard. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I do it standing up in those phone boots you can't really? lie down. Mm. Well, some small wonder he's got so many ex-girlfriends. I mean, it's, it's just got a revolving door there. Mm. All my exes live in Texas. That's why I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> hey. So, so, so you're going to stay in Britain? You're not going to sort of just swan around the Mediterranean forever? No, anyway. I'm going to swan around the Mediterranean, and I might go and live in Ireland. Ireland, oh. oh, tax reasons. Galway. Tax reasons, yeah. 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 yeah, well, my huge oil uh, deposits and everything. Well, yeah. Let's Why? leave your deposits you, 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 out of this. You get tax for that. Because Galway Bay is fabulous. I'm getting old. I want to be in a place where old guys can go if into the If you pub. ever go across the sea no, not, to no, Ireland. No. You're not from Galway. Then you maybe at the closing of the day. No, they, I'm from Galway. I think you I can know sit the town and watch the sun something, moonrise over Claddagh. I thought you were born in the hills. And watch the sun go down on Galway Bay. Thank God she's finished. I thought you'd be born in a place with three hills or seven hills, whatever it is. No. Not room. Um, but, uh, you see, I could keep a little bit of a boat there that goes sailing. Uh, Galway. I'm just going to one day sail into the sunset. Good way to go. It's very difficult in Ireland. (laughs) 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 You just sail forever. I'm sailing into the sunset. Well, (laughs) just keep sailing. (laughs) Geographical joke. You end up in Boston. Do you? I'm I'm terribly impressed with the support. A lot of support's coming from smaller people. And the NHS. In the business. Uh And the NHS. And um, what uh, we're doing now, we're trying to get 12 comics to make a pledge to play my club, do a 30-minute set once if I got 12 big-name acts yep. who said, yeah, I'll come in this month and do it that month. Yes. The PR would put the place back Absolutely. on the map, keep us going, and we'd build a crowd that would come to the new venue. It's only going to be around the corner from the other venue. That's fantastic. So, 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 so I need those boys. Yep. Come on, guys. Um, the big names. Come on, um, Jimmy. Michael, and we're going to start uh, tracking them down, you know. Yeah. Donald Trump. So it'll be interesting to see who'll volunteer out of the woodwork. So it's basically, it's, 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 in, it's in East London somewhere. We're narrowing it down. Oh, it's right around the corner. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy. You know, it's, it's, it, it, what the, ven- the venue I'm looking at is on Curtain Road. Wow. This is keeping less secret, isn't it? Curtain. <laughs> so, uh, and you know why the Curtain Road? You know, William Shakespeare put the first production of Hamlet on in the Curtain Road. The, the theatre was called ah. the Curtain Theatre, and that's why Curtain Road is called Curtain. Uh, they've been kicked out of London for bowdiness. How bowdy do you have to be mm. uh, in those days to get kicked out when people were sucking on gin-soaked rags? Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily. I've seen the end of Hamlet. It's not good. It doesn't end well. I did that. The, um, what do you call it? That the, um, sketch fest thing was in Curtain Road. 
uh, a really terrific venue. When, when was this? Oh, OK. Um, Which century was this? Oh, this was just a few months ago. A few months ago, but there's a lot of good places up and down There's a load of venues there. that you, pop up. And there's loads of warehouses under development. There. Yeah. And, and kind I remember of nice, that place where yeah. the fest was. Yeah, that's, just, that's permanently mothball, actually, and occasionally they opened it up. Somebody convinced them to let them do art shows in there. You know, but art has died in, in the East End. It's just full of, you know... Wankers. Just, yeah, just, just the whole thing is like, you know, get me out of there, you know. Fucking lumberjacks with beards, give me a break. Ah, uh, and cereal cafes. Yeah. Um, you know. But, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I can feel my blood pressure rising. Oh, God help us all. That usually happens when I expose myself. <laughs> and thank you for doing so on our little podcast. Do you think we've, we've got legitimacy now, John? Do you think we're cool now, finally? Nah. Who have we got on next? Is it Donald no Trump? No idea. Donald Trump. <laughs>